Welcome to Glide Chat, where we give you the rundown of all things service now. Let's talk about the now, right now. Hello, everyone. I'm Tina Schelke, and I'm here today with Chris Washington, who is the lead organizational change manager here at GlideFast. Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be in the realm and in the world of organizational change. Thank you, Tina. Hi, everyone. Chris Washington. I got into organizational change about 25 years ago. I have an HR and a sales background. And I did a lot of work with my HR team as I was uh, being groomed in corporate America and decided to get into facilitating training and all of those type of different activities. And as I was getting more and more comfortable and feeling confident in that, I branched into organizational change management where I've become certified in the ProSci uh, methodology. And I have been doing this now for more than 20 plus years. So I have been doing this role for quite a while. And how I got to GlideFast is uh, I was recruited in from an outside source, brought into the organization. And now we are in the process of trying to stand up a center of excellence for organizational change management. Tina, how did you get here? That's a great question. One, I have a great friend, Chris Washington, who invited me to join GlideFast. Um, but really how I got into the world of org change is um, I was leading a lot of change. And my career was always about innovation and change, even though I didn't necessarily recognize it. But as I started my career, gosh, more than 30 years ago, that's scary, right, Chris? You and I are <laughs> right? dinosaurs in, in our careers, <laughs> but we, we keep up. Anyway, yeah. I went about leading change, right? Introducing and leading change. And sometimes it went really well, and sometimes it didn't go so well. Sometimes it felt like, gosh, I had a, an old supervisor, a VP of manufacturing, um, and he said, Tina, how does it feel pushing rope? Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so some projects were, you know, but generally things went in the wind column for me. Yeah. I was tenacious and a little competitive and I had a lot of drive and desire and that thing that you always talk about that want to. But when I was leading teams, usually it felt really exciting. People get on board with the change. Um, they learn and create the new systems and processes that we needed to be successful. And they brought their teams on board. Other times, it felt like mm, I was threatening yeah. <laughs> the darn work myself, right? Just yeah. to get yeah. the work done. And sometimes, even after implementing a significant change, I'd show up a couple weeks later to check on things and see how they were going. And it was like change never visited this place. Yeah. So um, it was oh, back in 2012 for me. So I, I led innovation projects and um, change and worked with customer integration in large corporations. But I think it was 2011. I went and got my ProSci certification. And boy, did that make a difference for me. I learned that, you know, landing in the win column was great, yeah. but 
it was best when people were just as excited about the results as I was. And that's good. That's good. Yeah. But the real turning point for me, Chris, and I don't know how it landed for you, the turning point for me that sealed the deal and this is what I need and want to be doing for companies, for organizations, for myself, was when I learned that it really wasn't about them resisting. That was not the problem. It was what I was doing as a leader, how I was influencing the change. I, it was about me when it failed and there was resistance. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, that was a tough, you know, humble moment. Yep. But You're oh. preaching to the choir. That is perfect. <laughs> I, I was certified with my ProSci a year before you in 2010. Yeah. And I went out to Colorado and got my certification and all that. Right. Now, like you said, I have more wins in the win column than when I initially started. And I think what viewers can take from this is it takes a while to go through that change curve, even for the professionals like us. Yeah. Look at all the learnings we had to go through that we uncovered as we were going through <laughs> and then learning and then applying that practical knowledge to help other organizations go through their change curve, right? Yeah, transformation is no joke. It's tough. It's tough for people. Um, so Chris, let's just give a quick definition of what change management is. Organizational change management. Totally different than like ITIL change management, right? The correct, correct. Change management. Let's, let's talk about that. Yes, change management is the process of moving people through process and into a new technology. Other ways people say it is, it is the human side of change, okay? It's, it's really that simple. You have to be able to see if an organization can go through change and if they have the capability to make it through the change. Mm -hmm. Because as you and I both know, Tina, we have those touch points. A lot of people talk about the technical piece of the change, but they always, always forget about the people side. And right. you and I both know the people side is probably the most important. Is that oh, what your experience has been? Yeah, yeah. It's like people want to build this really fast, cool, state-of-the-art, modern machine, right? right and they're right. so proud of what they build. And they can build something beautiful and perfect. Works like a charm. The trouble is if people don't adopt those changes or adopt that new technology, that new machine that they built – it's rather useless, right? If people yeah. learn or don't learn, right? If people don't learn how to use that new thing that you created, Correct. you're not going to get a return on your investments. Correct. And if they don't dependably use it and continue to grow that beautiful new technology that yeah. you created to transform your organization, if they don't use that far into the future and continue to grow it and sustain it. Yes. You have lost all the potential for those future earnings. Um, so, yeah, I think to boil it down, sum it up, it's a leadership discipline. Yes. Leaders need to get on board. And if you took as a the leader, words right out of my mouth, you don't need to change. You got you got org change wrong already. Right. So the right. second thing is it's, it's about adoption. Right. People Correct. need to get on board. Um, it's about 
desire. People need to want to make the changes. They need to have the information they need to make a choice. Am I going or not going along with this change? And not everybody's going to go. What do we do about that, Chris? Well, not everybody's going to go at the same time, right? Because (laughs) we are human and we do not like change as humans. Mm-hmm. And I always, when I was facilitating change training classes, I used to tell people all the time, let's go back all the way to cavemen. All right. They never left their cave, their primary cave. We don't like to change. Right. And I'll put, peel it back and make it even more personal. How many of us ever change our rooms around in our house? This couch, it's been here forever. I don't move it. <laughs> we don't change. Even the change people resisted at times. Sure. So we have to understand what people are going through, when they're going to adopt. And we have to realize that not everyone is going to change at the same speed. That right. is the biggest thing for leaders, managers, those type of folks to understand that not everybody's going to get there at the same time. Right, Tina? Oh, I so agree. The other thing that comes up for me here around this is that each individual has a different, or maybe within groups, different intrinsic motivations to choose whether or not to make the change and whether or not to make the change right now. Correct. Um, So yeah, what's really cool is that you and I have great tools and techniques to help organizations identify what's working in their favor to help move and influence change forward. But we also help them understand those barriers to change that exist um, in their culture, in subcultures, in structures and processes and policies throughout their organization that might create some resistance and even Mm -hmm. in individuals. So yeah, it's fun to be able to partner with organizations and, shine some light on the environment that they're working in. The context change. I got a question for you. Yeah. So now that we're here at GlideFast, how do you think it would be most helpful for us to help do some internal education for our pre-sale team, our engagement managers, all the people that we work with internally? How do you think we can best help them? Oh my gosh, I think we need to have some articles in no space, right? I think we need to have more conversations like this that our team can listen to and engage with. So maybe we can do like a mindset minute, a couple, three minutes, some things, right? Right. To talk about a tool or technique that organizational change uses, or maybe even an outcome of organizational change. You know, we do these things and here's the result. This is what you get at the end of it. Perhaps we can do some share the wealth trainings. Um, And certainly I know for me, every time I've engaged with a new client, a new engagement manager, new technical consultants, new business process consultants, as we engage with them, they're starting to pick up cues about when do we need to get org change involved at projects. So they're starting to open up those opportunities for our clients and for their own teams. What are some hallmark indicators that, hey, you might want to think about bringing on some org change professionals to help you? No, that's a great question. One of the things that I see as one of the things that people can pick up on is 
when they're talking to a green grass client or an existing client, pick up on some of the cues of what they're saying or what they're not saying, such as, hey, we had you guys in here before ServiceNow, and, but people didn't take it on as, as quickly as we thought. That's an indicator that people are slow to change. The other thing is when you have a chief executive officer or a chief information officer that's all gung-ho, but the communication hasn't moved through the organization that he or she is ready for change, that is an indicator that you may want to bring in Tina or myself. We can help you formulate some communications and help educate them on where their organization is currently and then help them understand what they're asking their organization to do when they go through that transition or transformation. Oh, my goodness, yes. You know, I think about it and um, little things that come up in projects when they're underway. So in the beginning, it is, you know, like before we get started, if some somebody is like keen enough to the idea of bringing in org change right from the beginning, right. they're concerned about how changes have gone for them in the past at their organization. Correct. You know, ooh, it was tough to get everybody on board. Oh, yes. I got a lot of feedback that we didn't communicate enough. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, this never really took off before. There was a change like this. It never really took off. Or, you know what? I bring this topic up. It's a change we need to make. Our other systems are outdated and they're not going to be supported anymore. And we chose ServiceNow. Now we got to get it done, right? Correct. And people are resistant to that idea. They, they, they're kind of holding on to what they know and love and what got them to be successful to this point. Exactly. Um, so yes. all of those in the beginning are, are good indicators. But when a project's underway, what I see as, you know, like the hallmark signals, hey, let's talk to an org change manager, right? That would be when people are do creating workarounds, right? Like yep. the system's in place and nobody's using it. They're still reverting back to old systems or Excel documents or other ways of working around the system instead of in the system. I think another one is when morale really tanks and people are yes. overwhelmed. Oh, yes. They're thin. That's key there, Tina. Yes. Yeah. We've never seen mor morale drop, have we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We try to prevent that. Another Correct. time is when... Um, Leaders are sensing people aren't trained enough. They've had a whole bunch of training, but they're yes. still not doing it and doing it right. right. Rarely have I uncovered that it's truly a tra training issue at that point. Um, it seems to be something else that's getting in the way. Uh, so, right. yeah, or perhaps um, they're concerned because the changes that they're going to make in IT with ServiceNow yeah. is going to touch every employee in their yes. organization and they don't know how to prepare their organization for that. And they know it's a big deal. Correct. So yeah, those are some of those little harm hallmark indicators. Yes. Yes. I, I will agree with you on all of that. Um, in case you guys can't tell Tina and I have had many conversations like this over the years and it's just a telltale sign that, organizational change management 
when we got into it many, many years ago was in its infancy. And now it is in its transition state as a profession also. So it is going through its own uh, machinations and uh, because we're working agile now, we're working in waterfall. And sometimes you can see that in a lot of different projects. But as we all know here, we work in the agile methodology and we can fit right into that by working with the, the uh, delivery teams and when they're going for solutions, building out stories, all of those activities, Tina and I can sit in at that time. And what that does is it allows us to help the team weave the narrative and the story as we go through and generate communications. We build out change training and solution training, but also helping people, you heard Tina say this earlier, adopt to the new solution. Because as people are selling service now, we want them to use what we sold them, okay? Mm -hmm. So I think next time when we get together, Tina, I think we'll drive home on some of the other finer points of organizational change management and the process that we follow here at GlideFast. That sounds great. Next time, let's get into the people, process, and technology. I think that's a great cue up for the next time we get together. Hey, what's your final thought? What do you want people to take away from this talk today? I want people to know that we are here to help them solve their concerns with adoption usage when they're working with a client. And I also want them to take away that Tina and I are here to support and help, and we are available as business partners. Yeah, we're really, thank you. My final thought is absolutely. We want to partner with you. We want to partner with our clients. And we want to ensure that leaders are giving people what they need. No more, no less, but what they need to make the decision to change and be successful with that change. So with that, if you have any comments or feedback for us, let us know. Drop it in those comments and we'll talk with you again soon. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this episode of Glide Chat. Thanks, guys. Do you have a topic in mind that you'd like to discuss? Reach out to us at GlideFast.com and subscribe to our podcast for new episodes. Thanks for listening.